Hey, Jilted Indian listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Jilted Indian podcast. This is Miranda. Anju. Pooja. Priya. And we are going to continue our talk on sex and dating. And lies. And lies. Specifically the lies. Lies. Liar, lies, lies, lies. (laughs) But I don't know. We do go on a tangent. Liars, lies. Let's begin. (laughs) Lies. Let's begin. (laughs) Yes. Stop it. Okay, so we do need to close this first part because, like we say a million times, we could talk forever. But uh, we wanted to talk about the lie aspect of relationships and dating and sex. In the Indian community where you're not allowed to have any of the And things. we don't talk about anything, yet there's a billion people in the population. Okay, yeah. So I think that we can all agree that Indian women are masterful liars. I think Indians in general are masterful liars with parents. I agree in general, although I personally am a terrible liar. You think you're a part? Yeah. I've come up with some elaborate lies for the dumbest shit. I own several BAFTAs and four Oscars in this category. <laughs> <laughs> and I will never disclose which is what. So I agree with Miranda in the sense that we have been forced by circumstances to become either not masterful or just, you know, not even committed, but just like used to lying. Used to uh, lying. On some level. We're very, we're very, very good at hiding our true selves. Mm-hmm. Whether that requires actual overt lying or just... Not Lies by omission? Yes. Lies, lies by, by omission. omission. Mm-hmm. So. Which aren't really lies. I want to, I, <laughs> I think that we need to close out this first part by, <sighs> I want to know what is the most just ridiculous lie you've told to do whatever uninteresting thing you wanted to do. And I'll go ahead and start. I was in my early 20s and all I wanted to do was hang out with one of my friends who I thought uh, he was interested in me. He actually, he was interested in me, but he was only interested in me for the booty. So, um, yeah. And we were all, he and two other of our friends hung out at, I think it was the Flying Saucer. And I was, at the time, I had just moved back in with my parents after being at college. I moved back in with my parents, and I wanted to go, so I told my parents there was a movie out called Gods and Generals. Wait, wait, wait. This was after college? This, this was after college, yeah. Wow. So, okay. like, uh, this movie called Gods and Generals was out, and it was, like, a three-hour-long movie, and it, it, like, had an intermission in some movie theaters, so... Did it really, or did you just say it? Didn't? I think maybe I made that up. I don't know. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's an indie movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, I'm going to go see this movie called Gods and Generals, and there's an intermission, so it might be, like, somewhere between three and three and a half hours or whatever. Miranda, what is Gods and Generals about? I don't know <laughs> for <laughs> sure. Um, was it was, there was a war movie. <laughs> it was something having to do with generals <laughs> and so what's your favorite scene <laughs> I would have made that shit up on the fly I would have well there was this part where general god yeah. <laughs> you just made me spit out a baked Cheeto okay so like so um all I was doing was, I, w- I mean, I was going to see if things worked out with this one friend, but, I mean, he was a, kind of a sleazeball, and I had a thing for his friend, so I ended up... Kind of uh, makes you the sleazeball. <laughs> <laughs> makes me not the sleazeball, but the person with choice in the matter. I see, okay. Uh, I, so I, it, I ran out of time. The funny thing is, 
he did try to invite me back to his place, but Gods and Generals was over by then, so I couldn't go with him. With this, wait, wait, how long was intermission? Intermission was like twenty minutes. Like the like, real intermission or the one you made the up? The fake mission. The okay. fake intermission right. was twenty minutes. You can't say an intermission is like an hour long. So like I considered the time. We all went to Flying Saucer. We ended up going back to my friend's apartment. We were in the hot tub. Ended up making up with making out with the guy that I liked and. Then he's the one who drove me back to my car, and he tried to invite me over to his place. But God's in generals was over, people. <laughs> and so I was like, I can't. Foiled. I can't. Foiled by the American Film Society. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but he was a great kisser. Gotta give that to him. But like, anyway, that was a long freaking time ago. That was like 13, 14 years ago. Good for him. And Why do we need to put numbers on Yeah, I don't know. I... I <sighs> <laughs> But that was a really ridiculous thing to lie about. Who's next? I don't even remember, so why don't you go first? Uh, I'll go second. Second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I have two kind of lie situations. When I was a senior in high school is when Titanic came out, and so I would tell my parents I went to go see Titanic. So much so that they got me Titanic on VHS, the two-part VHS when it came out for Christmas. And my sisters knew I was full of shit. And so (laughs) they made me watch Titanic on Christmas Day and walk through my favorite scenes. I'd never seen the goddamn movie. (laughs) Uh, And I'm like, this is the part when so-and-so. And they're like, no, that ain't what's happening right now. <laughs> Do you not remember this movie? You've seen it so many times. Titanic, so there's a train. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about, like, you know, reaching for your dreams, not letting somebody die. And so, um, <laughs> so, so I, I lied to them about that, but the lies were covering up the fact that I was at somebody's house doing an English project. <laughs> Or studying for decathlon. Or just riding in somebody's car I wasn't supposed to be to get to a study point. So the lie was quintessentially Indian. So that being said, if that is the lie I told in high school and college, I rebelled. And the lie I told was I am studying when I was out partying. And it came to a head my freshman year when I was, um, I had a bibliography due for something and I was pretending I was in the computer lab all night and couldn't get signal, Mom. I'm sorry, because that's... When I was in college, fucking cell phones became a thing. So, obviously, <laughs> I had to have one. And so, I got one. And that also meant my mom would call me at 2 o'clock in the morning and I would have to decline the call. Sorry, Mom, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> at 4 o'clock in the morning, I finally decided to answer one of the 14 calls my mom was making because it's like all of a sudden your daughter, who is very diligent coming home every night, is not home. And... Looking back on it, I was such a stupid bitch, and I'm sorry, Mom. But, like, where are you? I'm like, I'm studying, do this. You, I don't have a computer. What do you want me to do? I got to stay at school because I was a commuter student. I went to, I lived with my parents in a town 30 miles away from the college I went to, so I drove every day uh, for four years. And so I, I said, oh, no, I need a computer. I don't have a computer. What do you want me to do? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. So I went home, took a shower, and came back to school because I wanted to avoid the confrontation. And when I got home from that second night, of avoiding my parents, my parents have bought me a, a computer all of my own. Oh, so, no. Yeah. So to eliminate that lie and excuse, you have a computer now that is internet capable, the only one in the house. So please go ahead and do your homework here and do not, you know, go out partying. And truth be told, probably that party experience would not 
have let me partied anymore because that was the night I made out with a stranger and got talked about at school for it afterwards. Um, very openly. In the, college? In college, on the dance floor. Is it a small college? And it was an ISA party. So it was like pretty much uh, like... Oh, uh, right, ISA. So ISA is the Indian Student Association. Right. So basically, it was just brown people talking. Cu- judgy yes. virgins. Judgy. Well, mm, nah. Judgy pretending was, to be virgins. Yes, that that the moral police. And so, me being me, I'm I'm a nerd. I didn't do those things, and so I did those things, and I couldn't show my face around my friends for a while, and definitely not tell anybody at home what the hell I was actually them. doing. You know. So, but I had to make sure I brought home an A in that class. So, <laughs> which was achieved. So that was, those are my two lie stories. That's impressive. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I feel like you, Anju, know most of this lie. And I'm, I'm sorry for it. It has to do with your sister's wedding. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I was wish, at that. I was, <laughs> we were at that wedding. Yay. I was the shittiest bridesmaid. Um, I was you living, all looked beautiful, by the way. You did. Also, I, the guy from Hong Kong still is he's single. He's married. He's married. He's married. He's married. He's married. And with a baby on the way. God baby on the way. Uh, yeah. Roshan. Roshan. That's how shitty I am. I can't even say his name right. <laughs> so I was living in Austin at the time, and I had driven to Dallas to be a bridesmaid in this wedding. I was very excited to bridesmaid for my cousin. Also, I was very excited to be in Dallas because my long-distance boyfriend was in Dallas, and I was going to get to see him. So sucking out. Yeah. The, the night of the reception, I looked bomb as fuck. You did. Um... Yeah, the night before that, I also looked bomb as Probably, fun. yeah. And um, <laughs> I remember telling my aunt, uh, the mother of the bride, like, I'm going to be at the rehearsal dinner, and then I'm going to go on a date. And my family, you know, I think is very excited that I am, you know, dating people ever. So, she's not a serial killer! Yeah. No, she's not a spinster. She's not, not going to be a spinster. She won't be a thorn bat! She's dating somebody. She might get married. Yeah, so she was very much like, yes, go, go, do do your thing. And so I said, you know, wedding, yeah. don't, don't, I said, don't wait up for me. Like, all the girls are going to sleep at the house tonight, but don't wait up for me. I'll, you know, I don't want you guys to wait, you know, be awake when your daughter's getting married the next day. And of course, crawled into, into the house at like 4 o'clock in the morning after having spent the entire night with my boyfriend and like I remember my cousin letting me in the door and being like ugh this this idiot me or the other one you (laughs) and uh yeah fell asleep at several points during the wedding because I had stayed up until 4 o'clock in the night during the actual wedding ceremony I was at the altar holding my bouquet just like nodding off oh oh god it's it's a catholic indian wedding what am I missing nothing um there's there's video or there's pictures of me at the reception with my eyes closed at the banquet table next to the bride. <laughs> my response During was, my speech, which was awesome, by the way. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, your speech was really <laughs> So, I, please I, I, show us those pictures. I can definitely. Yes. Here's my, my default setting is to lie. I would have been like, how come the photographer only got me blinking? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think that... The photographer <laughs> blinked. Yeah, the I mean, I look blank. beautiful sleeping or blinking. Yeah. So it's, it's fair game. Yeah, yeah. But the lie comes in where... So <laughs> that, the, the night of the wedding... I I had to go back and stay at my parents' place, and I wanted my, you know, dorky white boyfriend to see me in a sari because I looked fly as fuck. Uh-huh. Oh, side yeah. I have a side conversation after the recording. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I told my parents, like, I'm really tired. I'm going to go home early because, you know, Priya can't hang anyway. Um, and so they're like, okay, we're going to stay up for a little bit longer, but you go home. And then I drove straight to my boyfriend's house for him to see me looking beautiful. 
and you know dismantle my sorry if you, if you wanted to and he did um and then wait, was should, the, wait 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 he had to take out like the five million safety he, pins he, yep he was very oh, diligent the safety pins. Well, I, was, I was gonna be like how romantic is it to just twirl and undress like just twirl and undress no nope, to be fair i don't need the safety up. pins i can i can just lift the I damn thing up <laughs> uh, anyway, people get that shit sewn together. So. Okay. <laughs> so I come back to my parents' house, you know, like an hour and a half later. I was very like, oh my god, I have to go. My parents think I'm going home. I have to go home. And I come back with my sari rewrapped and like kind of hair tussled. And my parents are like, how did we get home before you? And I just said, I don't know. I don't drive in Dallas a lot. I got lost on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> They knew my boyfriend was in, in Dallas and they had no problem with me dating him. I could have just been like, I wanted Matt to see me looking pretty. But instead I was like, I don't know. I got lost on a highway. I went to fucking Waxahachie and then doubled back. Wow. And yeah. they were like, huh. <laughs> Our daughter's a dummy. <laughs> Our daughter for multiple degrees. Do you think that they were like, what do you think she was doing instead? Like, no. Do you buy that? Do you no. think they were like, no. My parents have had discussions They knew about that was this. a lie. But here's my question. Would they be more disappointed that you were with your boyfriend or the fact that you're a terrible fucking liar and it is? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes is the right answer. So I blame this on your sister because she, she got demanded married. that we get airbrushed airbrush makeup which I thought was like you know when they airbrush a car and they put like a naked lady on it I was like oh shit they're gonna put You're fucking gonna put naked, naked ladies, ladies on my face. face that's bomb and so I wanted my boyfriend to see me with like naked lady makeup and so he did and it's your sister's fault I wish you had makeup thanks Tommy that's impressive. Zero. I'm, uh, I'm a professional. Oh, I see. Okay, I don't mean that I'm like a, a hooker. I'm not a hooker. <laughs> um, I, I just We understand that you're not. You're but gonna... I'm just letting you know, if you had gotten paid, I would have been more respectful. <laughs> I respect I'm it. good at kissing. <laughs> I'm very good at kissing. Good. Oh, who's the next liar? I guess that's me. Uh, I don't have a good... So here's my thing about this. My dad, first of all, is... Like, his biggest thing is about lying. Like, you lie once and you're pretty much dead to him. So... That's only if he catches you. Yeah, right? You're still alive, right? But it puts a fear of God in you. I mean, for an atheist. But it puts a a fear in you. But also, it's just not... I mean, I'm his daughter. It is just not my, like, default to lie. My default is to be honest or to just not say anything. (laughs) I don't have to. Omission. (laughs) Yes, yes. Lies of omission are definitely my strength. Um, my lies were not so much about dating. I definitely, there were several times in college that I lied, but it was more about like hanging out with my friends in ways that they would not have approved of. Um, my, I think the most, the, the most line that I did was my, the summer between high school and college, I got my wisdom teeth pulled. And I had a job where I was a, I did like telecommunication surveys or whatever. So I just had to sit there for four hours and call people and ask them to do surveys. And I got my wisdom teeth pulled. So I kept using that as an excuse to not have to like play hooky from work for like a week and a half. Actually, I think it might have been two weeks. And I just told my parents I was working so that I could go do whatever the heck I wanted to do, which was go see movies, go hang out with my friends, whatever. <laughs> um, so that's probably the most most lines I actually did but mostly it was just not 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 answering questions I think it's cool that you could be 
real. Like, there was the invitation to be real. But I hate the fear-laced, like, It wasn't so much an invitation to be real, but it was just a... What's so crazy about this is I feel like I lied to my parents. All the time for me. What? Because I didn't want them to think less of me. Which lying would make them think less of me. But Mm -hmm. I I didn't want them to think like, oh my God, we sacrificed so much to bring this bitch to America for her to achieve her goals that weren't available to her in our home country. And she's out doing bullshit. And so to not face disappointment as to my choices, I lied. Right? Mm -hmm. Whereas if me, if I were to be cursed with parenthood myself, I would not, if my kid lied to me, I would be livid because I'm very open-minded and I know what it's like to grow up in America and and the pressure is put upon you, whereas my parents didn't. So that is why I lied. So Uh, for me, it was more that I never felt that I had to lie because they were going to be judgmental. Like my parents are pretty open-minded. My... My not wanting to be honest with them about, like, dating was more about not wanting to set expectations. Like, I didn't want them to expect anything. So, what, the times that I've been in, that I've dated, I wouldn't say I've been in relationships, but the, the times that I've been, I've dated, I, it was a weird thing because I'm not comfortable lying to them, but it was hard to come up with reasons for why I needed to be out without being honest, but I didn't want to say I was going on a date because I didn't want that to be a conversation that we were going to have. Yeah, for me, I think I lied and I still lie. And I probably will keep on lying unless they <laughs> listen to this podcast is because they made it clear to me through their rhetoric growing up repeatedly through their rhetoric that who I am right now, the way that I act, what I believe in, uh, and that's everything from sexual activity to having tattoos to my donations to Planned Parenthood to um, voting Democrat to um, what the fuck else? I have lied and kept or omitted or kept secret so many aspects of myself that they've made it clear to me that through what they believe and what they've been told that uh, who I am is not lovable or acceptable. So I just lie so that they can sleep at night because I feel like if they really knew who I was, especially my mother and everything that she believes in and her survival is so very deeply, intricately linked to what she believes in uh, and her anxiety and she's been all anxiety all my life and all her life for reasons that are, some of reasons, several reasons that are out of her control unfortunately seeped into my life I lie to let her sleep at night I think I also um lie to protect my parents um, yeah I would say that maybe it's a little bit different for me like I am very honest like I don't fear telling my parents anything so there's never like oh I did this and my parents are gonna judge me or feel bad about that but there have been instances where bad things have happened to me not because you know not by my fault but just they happen and I I don't want my parents to worry about them to continue happening to me or anything like that. And I also feel like, you know, they sacrificed so much to bring their children here. And I know some of the things that have happened would not have happened to me if I grew up in, or if I lived in India. Right. So I don't ever want them to feel like it's their fault that these things have happened to Or me. that we're shitting on them. Right. Know, yeah. Their sacrifices. So I think there are things that, you know, as long as I know that I'm okay... I would rather them not have to to deal with the psychological 
you know, fallout of these things. So I don't talk to them about it. And I know that's also like <laughs> my parents' thing is honesty. And so like they would be hurt to know that I didn't share these things. But it's a hard it's a hard line to know how much you're lying to protect someone and how much you're just like don't want to deal with it. And to be fair, like my lies of omission, which is my biggest um, my biggest thing, I don't tell anybody anything. Like, I, I would prefer not to tell anybody anything, but sometimes I realize I need to tell somebody something for accountability reasons or safety reasons or just here, here's where my head's, here's where my head is, talk me out of it or tell, or encourage me to do so. I, I would prefer literally to lock everything in a box. Like, that, that is my, my first instinct. And it does, it's not related to my parents. I also don't tell my siblings anything because... For the longest time, and to, to this day, I operate under under this premise. If I, it's hard for me to have interpersonal relationships with people in general, and so I don't want your input in my life, and therefore I'm not going to tell you about it. And at the same token, I don't want to give you input about your life. Like you shouldn't expect me to give you advice about your life. If you explicitly ask, I'll weigh options. I'll tell you things. Mm-hmm. I'll give you some background into my history. But at the same time, like. My business is my business, and only the people I choose to tell my business will get it. You know? So, and and I think that speaks to the level of intimacy I want to have with people. I have a different level of closeness with my family members, and they're not entitled to, in my opinion, they're not entitled to all of it. And at the same time, my friends get a different level of intimacy. They're not entitled to all of it. So, Mm -hmm. in general, I don't, I, to some extent, I don't see a lot of it as lying. I see a lot of it as, as a secretive nature boundaries yeah yeah, yeah. Right. it's interesting because my dad accuses me a lot of having a very um of having a secretive nature of being very need to know and that's probably true <laughs> um and but you're a leo i am I, I am a leo technically but i do not really fall into most of the leo by the way all the uh, astrology changed recently did, did y'all it? hear about I did not that, know that. I'm glad I dropped that bomb. Anyway, so... <laughs> but um, but it's just interesting because my sister is very open. My sister's the kind of person who needs to talk through every single thing that she does. And she needs to, like, take a poll of every single person <laughs> that she knows for every decision that she makes. Our commonality is that you, Anji, you and I are the eldest. And I feel like... Right. Yeah. My sister's the youngest. So she, she always needs that validation of asking people what, they're, what, they, you know, what they think before she makes a decision about things. And I... I don't want that. Like, I don't need to have that conversation. And it's just a different attitude, and I don't, I'm not sure where that comes from. I, I have a hard time trusting people with my innermost thoughts about things, even people that are close to me that I, I love and that I trust. I just have a hard time doing that. Yeah. So, like, it's very much like I, I will do it myself. I'll make my own choices. And I will say this. Like, I am the most – I feel, unless you are – advocating hate <laughs> I am the most open-minded person and I will always su- my default is to support people who come to me then, like, and I have I'm, I'm with you there and I have a willingness to be wrong right on top of that right because then you have access to the clearest possible view of reality exactly and 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 um, my my anachronism in my personal being and I, I recently had a meltdown and told my three best friends this they you know they, they were just like you know, I just want you to see yourself the way we see you. I'm like, don't you fucking think I could? I would if I could, right? So it's like part of what I ha- not 
not expressed to people is the crazy, like quote unquote crazy, that I know would either be burdensome to them or that they wouldn't understand and then a dialogue with them would lead to counterproductive things. So, you, you know, it's like... I think I, it's that burden thing for me. It, like, I, I have a hard time sharing things with people that I feel like, this, this is my burden and I don't want to put it on you. And my mm-hmm. anachronism is, if somebody came to me with their burdens and put it on me, I'm here for you. I mm-hmm. give you tools, I got advice, I'm in your corner until it is resolved. And so it's like... So I told my best friend who, who said something to me, and I ended up lashing out at her, sorry, Laura, was um, was that, say it in my fucking, this is what I said to her, say it in my fucking eulogy, I'm able to be positive and, and impart empowerment onto somebody else, but I every second of my life I hate myself. So it's like, coming from, from that sense, it's like, I don't need you to know how much I hate myself and my bad choices, right? That, that That's what I keep from you. I think my thing, like, I am open about everything and everyone knows everything about me forever like I have no um compulsion about hiding things or not letting people know Mm -hmm. but I think part of that is that I'm so utterly pleased with myself all the time (laughs) like just and I think this goes back to like I feel home in myself Mm -hmm. like I fully thoroughly accept we loved it when you said I also think this is where we talk about the fact that Pooja you and I are the eldest siblings and Priya and Randa are youngest siblings yeah so that's also a difference in the that attitude that you yeah. have. Yeah. So I think, you know, if I talk my things out, I'm never looking, unlike your sister, I'm never looking for um, validation or anything like that. I'm just like, listen to this shit that I worked out for myself. Look how bomb I am. <laughs> two plus two is four, motherfuckers. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. I know. Yeah, li- look, listen to how clever I fucking am. Yeah. yeah. On that note, I think it would be really cool to hear from our listeners how do you lie? Or to what level do you... Have you told any ridiculous lies for things that are absolutely not worth lying for? In <laughs> or what that ways, are. Yeah, or that are. And then, like, what ways? in what ways do you protect your super fragile immigrant parents <laughs> from your Americanness? Or, or are what, you protecting yourself? Or you're protecting yourself. It would be really cool to hear from you. So... Uh, or, 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 or... How you can't, how you got over the need to lie. Yep. Yes. I would love to hear that. Because I, it did take me a while to start being truthful in the majority of my time. Uh, because once you start lying, you have to create a lie to cover the lie. And then you lie and lie and lie and lie and lie. And you don't never stop. So we'd love to hear from you. And until then, we have, you know, up more to say as far as sex and lies are concerned. But we had to break this sucker up into two episodes because we couldn't stop talking. (laughs) So, until the next part, this has been Miranda. Anju. Priya. And Pooja. With the Jilted Indian Podcast. See you next time. Jilted Indian. Jilted Indian. Jilted Indian Indian Podcast. Chess hands.